There's no John Moltz, but I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to the all Disney recap from Lex version edition episode of Turning This Car Around. N-I-N-G, this car around. Mm-hmm. It's a parody. I, I, I kind of picked that up. So you <laughs> you went to not Disney World, which is a lot of East Coaster, that's where they go. That's East where the East Coasters, Coasters go, yeah. Yeah, it's the world. You went to the land. We went to Disneyland, and I'm, listen, I hope you don't think it braggadocious of me to say so, John, Mm-mm. but we freaking crushed it. Like it I was gonna like, say, I was gonna use the f bomb, but I was like, is that appropriate to use in describing Disneyland? Probably not. But we crushed it. We demolished Disneyland. We did what we set out to do. We conquered it. And did you have any uh, just kind of top line, and then we'll dive in. Top line: any major meltdowns? Or I'm kind of asking for the bad news, basically. Sure. No, I get it. So. No, no meltdowns. We had talked a lot with the kids ahead of time. Like, look, we waited until the youngest of you was five. That would be Mm -hmm. Liam. And because we need you to know that we're going to be waiting in some lines. And there's going to be some parts where we're just standing around and there's a lot of walking and we don't want to have complaints. You're not going to stand in line and complain. You're going to say, boy, I'm so glad that uh, I'm here at Disneyland. I get to go on all these rides. My parents took me like, you're not going to say, oh, this line is boring. Now, the truth is what happened was we rocked it so hard, as we'll get into, that there weren't as many lines as there could have been. And the lines that we were in weren't as long as they could have been in many of the situations. And once in a longer wait, um, Sierra, who, if anybody was taking bets on who was going to be the first to complain, it was going to be Sierra. Uh, but <laughs> Sierra did start to say, hey, uh, this line is boring. And we just said, hey, remember we were talking about it? She's like, oh, right. And then that was it. Like, she, she let it go. And I think one other kid one time had the same kind of, uh, and we're like, no, remember, we're not doing that. And they're like, oh, that's right. We're not going to do that. Um, that's very impressive. It was, they, they, I was very proud of my kids. We walked about 34 miles over the three days we were at Disneyland. And for real? We complained. Yeah, for real. Too legit to quit, according to my Apple Watch. Now, some of that was, you know, the parents were the fast pass runners and the kids were not moving with that. But okay. Uh, so maybe they did a little bit less, but not tremendously less. Um, no strollers or anything. And mm-hmm. um, there did was you have a backpack know, or like, you know, water carrying we, we, device. Lauren or? and I carried the backpack. I carried it probably 70%. She carried it 30%. Um, the only other. And this wasn't even a, really a complaint that happened. So the, Lauren really wanted to go see, take the kids to see the uh, World of Color show at Disneyland. Are you familiar with this show? Yes. Yes. It's in the so, California part adventure. of the thing. That's right. Yeah. California it's in the, Adventure. So they, they've got this giant man-made body of water, and it's a, a light and color and water show. And like they, they, for those who haven't been, one of the things they do first, Neil Patrick Harris is like the star of the show along with Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. and he's not, neither is there in person to be clear, but like they've, Disney has perfected some technology where they create a mist from the water and then project a video onto that mist. So right. water is the screen. They do a yes. lot of that. It's like once yes. you've seen it, you've seen it, but they just keep doing it throughout this show. They have but, a phantasmic or they used to anyway, have a show called phantasmic and they similar yeah. technology. And so with this, uh, that show is at night. It starts at 9.45. My kids are all oh, asleep by 8 o'clock. Yeah. And Lauren's like, hey, I want to I take the kids. And I'm like, okay, but I don't want everybody to be grouchy tomorrow when we have day two or day three. I think it must have been the next day was going to be day three. I, I want people to be like ready to rock. Uh, mm. 
bright and early. And she's like, well, you know, they'll, they'll tough it out. And so we talked to the kids and Ani's like, I don't want to go. I want to go to sleep. I'm tired. We were at Disney all day today and I'm tired and I want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. So Lauren took the younger two to that show and they loved it. And Anya went to sleep and I stayed back in the hotel with her. The next day, the other two were definitely tired. And especially as the evening wore on, Liam got more and more exhausted. And he was like, I am ready to go to bed. Like right. he was like, when he was trying to pick out souvenirs, he's like, I don't know what I want. I think I want a keychain. And we're like, A, you already have a fabric keychain that says Eagles on. And B, you don't have any keys. Uh, and he's like, I know. And then like we're just showing him stuff. He's like, I don't know if I want that. Do you want this hat? I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, God. And then I'm like, why don't we just get you this pen? It's got Mickey Mouse on. It's like, I want that, but I also want the goofy hat. Now, the goofy hat hasn't been mentioned once. At no point no, have we talked no. about it. But he's like, I also want yeah. the goofy hat. And I'm like, Liam, the goofy hat and the pen combined are less than the $60 freaking hoodie we're buying for your sister. So that's fine. It's thirty. It's $29 for the pen and the hat combined. You can get them both. And then he was like happy. And then he passed out. Um, that night, <laughs> So Anya and I did go back and watch the same show that the others had seen the night before. So it all worked out. But that was like, he didn't fall apart in a crying way. He was just like, I am super tired and I just need to go to bed now. So we hooked him up. Awesome. I found that when I took Lita, I did that two years in a row with her when she was five and six. Yeah. Or six and seven. One of the, one of, one of the things. Um, and um, I found like you, you could push her so hard one day. Well, she, we got one day where it was like eleven o'clock at night. And we're headed back to the hotel. Wow, but we never amazing. got up. We never got up early to get in. We never were like get to the park to get be the first ones in. I mean, there yeah. was one day she wanted. To, she definitely wanted to do like haunted mansion or pirates or something. I'm like, well, we have to get fast passes for that. Right, right. And so, see, we, I was push for that, but other than that, I was shocked by how little the fast passes are used. Now, if if you're a Disney World focused listener, you may be less familiar with the fast pass method at Disneyland because at Disney World it's a whole different thing it's like a pre-reservation kind of setup at Disneyland you go and there's different booths set up sometimes adjacent to ride sometimes a little bit away you stick in your ticket to the park and it's it tells you here's the time if you put in your ticket we're going to give you a fast pass to return to this line and bypass the whole thing between you know 11 and 12 and you put one ticket in for each fast pass you want and you get them and then the fast pass will tell you you can get your next fast pass at whatever most of the time it'll be the the opening window of your fast pass so Let's get specific. You go to Space Mountain and it's like, hey, you're getting your fast pass. You can come back at 10, between 10 and 11 a.m. And it'll also say you can get your next fast pass at 10 a.m. So I was shocked, John, mm-hmm. at how few people used the fast passes there. We would go, we, so we were the, I don't know what kind of losers would get to Disney at the opening of the park each day, except for the Freedmans. Mm-hmm. Um, and many no, my people. sister would do it. She's an amazing oh, Disney goer. Holy, yeah, I, I mean, just amazing. I, I think we qualify as amazing. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't brag about a lot of things, but I think we crushed this one. But okay. so when we got there, day one, we get there for opening mm-hmm. and Lauren is going to go get fast passes for Space Mountain. I'm going to take the kids to Peter Pan. So we're queued up in different places, you know, because they open up the doors to the park, they let you in, and then there are ropes that prevent you from going further once you get to a certain point. So she's right. over by Tomorrowland. I'm over by, I don't know, Frontierland? No, no, Fantasyland or whatever. Fantasyland. Where, 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 Pino- mm-hmm. where Peter Pan is. Yes. So, and I've got all three kids because she's just getting the fast passes and then joining us. Mm-hmm. And we got to the Peter Pan line so fast that I was like, okay, now we're just going to stand here at the front of the line because mommy wants to go on Peter Pan with us because we had beaten her. She had raced over the thing and like she and I are texting yeah. and we're on the phone. She's like, don't go on Peter Pan without me. And so she comes there. We go on Peter Pan. We zoom over to Pinocchio. We do Mr. Toad. 
Today it's time for Space Mountain. But before we go on Space Mountain, let's get our fast passes for uh, Star Tours. So we get the Star Tours fast pass. We go on Space Smart. Mountain. As soon as we're done with Space Mountain, we hit Astro Blasters, Astro Orbiters. Now we'll go on to our Star Tours. Hey, we've got more fast passes. Let's go over to the Haunted Mansion so we can get new fast passes. You know what? It doesn't even need them. There's no lie. We'll just go on the Haunted Mansion. Liam with his eyes closed and his head tucked into Lauren the entire time, but mm-hmm. he was good with it. Sierra, by the way. Liked all of Haunted Mansion, except for when the ghost shows up in the car with you at the end. Spoiler alert. Honestly, my uh, favorite part of Haunted Mansion, she didn't love that yes, part. I even told not. her it was coming. Right. Um, they offer fast passes for Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. I don't know why. It's a shitty ride. You should all skip it. But so now, it's like 11 in the morning, John, and we've done Space Mountain, Pinocchio, Mr. Toad, Peter Pan, Astro Blasters, Astro Orbiters, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, and Haunted Mansion. We do the small world because you got to do the small world. We do Splash Mountain on a fast pass. The kids liked it so much, except for Anya, who hates kind of thrill rides like that. We mm-hmm. did it again. We just did it again. Pirates of the Caribbean was our long line the first day. There's no fast pass for Pirates of the Caribbean or yeah. Caribbean, depending on your preference. Mm-hmm. So we just waited in that line. It was probably a 40 minute line. Then we're like, hey, let's do all the stuff we didn't get to yet. So that was Winnie the Pooh. That was your big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Snow White, Alice in Wonderland, Storybook, a ride we had never done before. Uh, where you go by like little dioramas of Disney adventure things, Disney stories. And then we go on the Matterhorn. And Lorna like, man, we just don't remember the Matterhorn at all from growing up. And then come to realize it's because the Matterhorn only exists at Disneyland. That's right. And I don't know if you know this, because you've you've been to Disneyland numerous times. Yes. Disneyland experts know, hey, the Matterhorn isn't just a roller coaster that's like Swedish mountain themed. Uh -uh. It's also got a scary ass motherfucking Yeti inside. Yes, it does. Full size. We didn't know that. 1.1 scale. Mm-hmm. We didn't warn the kids. If we had warned them, it would have been fine. But, you know, oh, the oh, younger that's two. That's good, though. That's good. That's scared awesome. Out of no, they did not love that. They were of like, Of course they didn't. Like, Lita didn't either. I but. did the Matterhorn by myself this, the, our second day or third day. Because um, it's rad. I wanted to do it one more time. I wanted to do the other track. And sure. I wanted to. And so. Uh, when I was by myself without the family there and I had done the single rider line for that one, I was like, I can see how this would be scary to a kid who didn't know it was coming. Cause is, that guy's, he's big and yeah. he's mad. Oh yeah. Um, so then also the Liam wanted to do the monorail. We did monorail and we did a gadgets coaster. All right. So if you're keeping track day one, we've done 21 rides. Okay, dude, you, we are sharing this in the show notes. Cause I think this yeah. agenda is, is spot on. So now day two, we did make one tactical error. Day two, we had, early access to the magic kingdom i think they call it the magic hours like you can get in early so not just you line up early to be there for opening you get in early so what time is ride, that uh i think seven thirty a.m jesus H. the Christ. one okay. ride we wanted to do right the first day that we hadn't done was nemo we wanted to do finding yeah yeah and we had read that that ride is okay if you don't have to wait in a long line. Not worth it if you do have to wait in a long line. Yeah, I agree. So every time we were there, kind of long lines, we we're like, all right, we'll we'll do it the next day. So the plan was, let's go to Magic because day two is our California Adventure Day. Since we had crushed every single ride at Disneyland, we're like, all right, day two is going to be our California Adventure Day. And we said, well, we got the Magic Hour, so let's start by doing Nemo and Peter Pan. Um. And Lauren's, uh, I wasn't so big on doing Peter Pan again, but it was Anya's favorite ride. And Lauren's like, well, no, we're going to be there early. We'll do that. So we all rushed to Peter Pan when we get in there. And uh, the problem was everybody who came for the magic hour rushed to Peter Pan for that first hour. 
So we're in line for Peter Pan for so long, and we want to be early to California Adventure, the same way we'd been early to Disneyland on day one. We yes. want to be first in line to yeah. California Adventure. And so we're getting more and more stressed out. I'm like, we can't do Nemo now. As soon as this ride is over, Lauren, I will race ahead to go get us in line for California Adventure while you and the kids, you know, more reasonably speed, come join me, and then I'll have a place and we can get into California Adventure first. So we still haven't gone on Nemo, right? That's the stress. Right. Now, when you go into California Adventure, John, and you've done this, but for our listeners at home, mm-hmm. where does everybody want to go? Uh, soaring, usually. No, not, no. Maybe you haven't been there in a Radiator while. Springs now, I guess, Radiator maybe? Springs. That's the one. Right. Have you been on Radiator okay. Springs yet? Have not. It was under construction oh. last time, and you, you had to walk around that to get in, and it was crazy. You had to walk around the construction to get That's nuts. Yeah. So Radiator Springs is the most expensive ride that Disney's ever built. They spent $200 million. It's one of the most expensive rides ever built in the world. Okay. And it's cars-themed, obviously. And it is both what they call a dark ride, you know, like the Peter Pan mm-hmm, and Mr. Toad mm-hmm. rides where you're seeing characters. Except yes. the characters that you talk to there have TV screens for faces, right? So they can really be very emotive because they're using like 4K displays on the animatronic bodies to really talk to you. Car bodies. Okay. Um, it's one of those rides. And then it's also basically a roller coaster. Did you, you're sitting in a hold car. on, hold on. Did you take a picture with your latest iPhone 12 megapixel camera and then go back to your hotel room and analyze to see truly if it was 4K. No, this is my estimation. Okay, Hang on, so is, my wife is here. Just, I, think she wants I just to want to make sure the audience knows. No, okay, this Lauren's is just a... watching me podcast because I'm in the bedroom today instead of the office. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she just flashed everybody. Um, uh, TMI, thanks. She said <clears> she didn't, and now she's mad at me. So anyway, but Radio Springs also becomes be. a roller coaster. All right, so I'm it's mad like, at you. but you're in a car, you're on roads. And it's like, it's just like the road has hills. You look like you're in the movie car. It's like the, the set, the design that they have done, like with these mountains that they've built. By yeah, it looks amazing. It's incredible. And eventually you're in a race against another car and it's random which car is going to win the race each time. But anyway, everybody wants to go on Radiator Springs. It's awesome. It's an awesome ride. Is it fast? So, like, I mean, you know, no, it, it, goes, it, it goes around 45 or 50 miles an hour at its peak, but you're in an open car. So that feels pretty freaking fast. Yeah. Awesome. So, okay. When everybody's lining up for California Adventure, Two giant lines form, two masses of humanity. Everybody's racing to one of two places. The fast pass booths for Radiator Springs, which are oh, quite a bit away from Radiator Springs, or the actual ride yeah. Radiator Springs. Yeah. So what do the Freemans do? Of course, we split up again. Lauren goes to get the fast passes. I take the three kids to the ride. So we go on the line. We're, we're very early in that line. I think we probably waited in line 15 20 minutes tops. That's amazing. Springs. Then we've got fast passes. So before we get the fast pass time that for that one, we hit Luigi's rollicking roadsters, which is the second ride in cars and Mater's Jamboree, which is the third ride in cars. And mm-hmm. Hey, it's time to go on Radiator Springs again. And then we did with no line. And you're just looking at these people in this two hour line. Going, Dude, like, why don't you use fast passes? You morons. The wait for that ride, got to be more than two and a half hours by the end of the day. And they run out of fast passes at like 11 o'clock in the morning. Yep. They run out of fast passes for the day for that ride at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Crazy. So, if you want to know, well, did you do the rest of the things in California Adventure? Fuck you. Of course we did. We soared <laughs> over California, Grizzly River Run, uh, the Redwood Forest, something or other, the Little Mermaid, Goofy Sky School, Silly Symphony Swings, Jumpin' Jellyfish, the Ferris Wheel, the Carousel, Toy Story Midway Mania, which we've got to talk about. It's my favorite ride by far. Monsters, okay. Inc., Turtle Talk, when the turtle from Finding Nemo talks to you or talks mm-hmm. to every other kid, not your kids. Flex mm-hmm. Flyers, mm-hmm. the Ladybug Boogie, which is as exciting as it sounds, the Tower of Terror. And they were like, you know what? Let's go back and do Pirates of the Caribbean again, which um, Lauren did with the younger two, I believe, but when before they went to see the show. Okay, okay. But so we crushed it. We crushed it. You're Dude, feeling right? You're getting amazing. And so this was it was it any kind of a break in California like a spring break or anything like that for California? 
if there were a spring break going on there, I didn't notice it. Like the none of the days were is was it like mobbed, and it was always what? like when you were there early before eleven, it yeah. was not it wasn't full. It would fill up around eleven, and we'd already yeah. done like probably more than half of what we would get done in each day by around eleven or eleven thirty in the morning. Um, but it was never crazy full. It was it was busy by the end of the day or by the middle of the day, but not crazy. And you went what days of the week did you go? We were there on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Perfect. That might not be right. Nope. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We were there. Those on are Monday, great Tuesday, days to Wednesday. go. Those Thank are great you. days. Some of go. my favorite days. They're in my mm-hmm. top seven for sure. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So that's day two. Now, do you know Toy oh Story my. Midway Mania? Are you familiar with that, Rod? Uh, I'm. I know of it, but we didn't get to it. Oh my God! You've got to go back, and you probably have to take me with you so I can show you how to do this efficiently. But that's okay. another twenty rides on day two. Midway Mania is. You know, Wait, it's, it's that's the one with like the little bumper cars and the like the. Um, no. It's you, you're in cars, it's Toy Story themed, you're wearing 3D glasses, and you're playing carnival games on 3D screens. So each car has its own handheld. It's not like the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters one in Tomorrowland, which is a little bit more ghetto. It's, you're you're holding onto this controller that's kind of like a a slingshot sort of thing. And so Mm -hmm. you're using it to throw darts at balloons, you're using it to, you know, throw balls at targets, and it's like, it's all different kinds of effectively carnival shooting games with a controller. And it's super fun. What'd you say? It's all digital. And it's all digital, right? Because you're looking at these 3D screens. Okay. And uh, you're wearing your glasses and you score points and it keeps track of your score. And the second time through, I like, I was the highest scoring person in my entire car. The car holds eight people. Like, I rocked it. But it's super fun. It's, did, when it you got out of the car, did you go, fuck you? I, you I, know, like, did you freak out and just like screaming at everybody? Because how, how awesome no, you No, but I did, I did let out when it showed like highest score in this car and it was mine, I did let out a giant woo. And so Lauren knew immediately. She was, even though she could not see me because she, she was in the same car, but behind me, like separated by a partition, right. she knew immediately that that must be my score from hearing my celebration. But there was no profanity, not at that time anyway. Okay. But so day two, that's the night that they go see the show and Anya and I stay back. Okay. Then day three, it's like, all right, now let's do all the things that we love the most. So everybody got told us what their favorite ride was, what they wanted to do the most. Now, day three did get a little crazy again. In the morning, we're in line bright and early. I, th- I think the park opens at 8. So yeah. we were yeah. there probably in line around 7.45, 7.50. And earlier, Lauren says even earlier. Oh, so my God. We, we're Discipline. S- Anya wants to go on Star Tours again, which the other two kids don't. The other two kids want to go-ish. Uh, Liam didn't really want to go on either of these, but the other two are going to go on Space Mountain again with Lauren. So okay. I have two tickets. Lauren has three tickets. We're going to race to our separate um, Fast Pass machines to get those things as soon as Tomorrowland is open. Right. There's okay. a huge crowd. And when you go into Tomorrowland and you're there first, they say, guys, when we pull down this rope and it's time to go, we're going to walk. I'm going to be walking in front of you. Nobody will be running here. And so they're trying to lead the crowd. And the crowd is like outpacing the, the, mm-hmm. the Disney employee leaders, the cast sure. members more and more. Sure. Sure. It's going nuts. Lauren's going to go get the Space Mountain ones. I'm going to go get the Star Tours ones. I see the open, two open machines on the Fast Pass side. Because you know, I'm with Anya. We're not going super fast. Right. And get there. And I put in my ticket. I put in my second ticket. And then a person behind me goes to put in her ticket. And then, only at that moment, when the person behind me is putting in her ticket, does the older, and I'm talking like probably early 70s Disney cast member by that machine go, oh, by the way, these two are for Astro Blasters right now. Because they can change what rides the things are for. They're like, the first four are for Uh, Star Tours, and the second two are for Astro Blasters. And I'm like, 
okay and i'm calling lauren or i texted her i think i'm like well i've already fucked up like i got the wrong ones and like it's it's done and she's like it's fine we you know we'll all go on after basket we'll figure it out and then we're we're in line for nemo now because we've gotten those fast passes nice. we're still in and nemo's fairly we're close to those other we're in the we're that the location. first we're second family in line and nemo's a little bit broken they're not ready to start yet we're like they're like five minutes in the second 15 minutes like, we'll just wait and we're looking at these fast passes i'm like wait lauren it says I can get another fast pass while holding on to my Astro Blasters fast pass. And she's like, what? So she takes all the tickets back to go get Astro Blasters passes for everybody and the Star Tours fast passes for me and Anya. So it turned out that my mistake of using a machine that wasn't for the right ride turned into a benefit because we could double up on fast passes. Nice. Are you following me? Incredible. I am She gets back. You. They eventually let us on to Nemo, which they're right, is not worth waiting in a long line. But waiting 15 minutes while you zen out about your, your fast passes is fine. So now, when I tell you all the rides we went on a day three, it's, it's a little bit dishonest because not everybody went on every ride. We did some splitting up. That's okay. Uh, we hit Nemo, Astro Blaster, Space Mountain, Star Tours. Okay. I went on Matterhorn by myself. Kids did the teacups. We went on Small World with no line. It was amazing. Thunder Mountain Railroad again. The Haunted Mansion again, although this time the... Younger two didn't go on it. They went on other stuff at the same time. They went on Winnie the Pooh. Um, Splash Mountain happened again. That's what they also did while we were on Haunted Mansion. We did the Grizzly River Run twice. You get very wet on that one. Yeah. At least if you're me, you always get very wet. And it was not warm enough to get very wet, but we didn't care. The Little Mermaid again. Soaring over California. Golden Zephyr. Midway Mania again. Now, Midway Mania is typically an hour-long line. There's no fast pass for it. So I waited in that line on the family's behalf while they did, say, Soaring over California on day three. Goofy Sky School, California Scream, which is the big, big roller coaster there that only Lauren and I could do. We did it individually while we hung out with the kids at the, okay. uh, the, the I forget what it's called, the, the, the Redwood Forest, something or other. Okay. And then, how Lauren long were those him, single person lines for the big coaster, by the way? Oh, when we, we did them both with fast passes. <laughs> so okay. very, very short. Uh, I waited in line to do that roller coaster for maybe eight minutes. Um, but then, so day two, when we had been going through Disneyland, Laura was like, hey, we should go in the Tiki Room. Or maybe it was day three. One of the days, she's like, we should go in the Tiki Room. I've never been in the Tiki Room. My parents never took me. I want to go in the Tiki Room, see what that's all about, see what that is. Uh-huh. And when we go there on day three, they're like, well, the next show isn't for another 17 minutes. We're like, well, we're not waiting 17 minutes. We're the Freedmans. We've got 50 rides to get to today. Right. So we go over to California Adventure. And then Laura's like, okay, we've done everything here in California Adventure. Let's go back. I really want to get to the Tiki Room. Now we're cold and we're wet because we've done Grizzly River Run, except for Lauren, who's smarter than the rest of us. So we're in line now. We're going to go to the Tiki Room. And we go in and we rush in. And we know we're parents. We're there with three young kids. We don't work on back. We're going to sit right there in the front row in the Tiki Room. Have you been in the Tiki Room? Uh, I've been. I've not, actually. I think when I was a kid, I did, but I didn't go the last... You know, however many times I've been to Disneyland. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you and our listeners all about the Tiki Room. But first, gentlemen, first, gentlemen, when was the last time you surprised your lady with something really different, something that will make her as happy as flowers, but frankly, more exciting? John, I know you know where I'm going with this. Oh, I do. Believe me. When these guys, because you could do the first ad read without me, because I was at Disneyland. We had to. Sorry. And you guys almost got your panties in a bunch about it. See what I did there? Boom. Yeah, Try boom. enclosed. Enclosed is like a flower of the month, but instead, your lady is surprised with luxury panties. Yeah, I said panties. And these aren't just your usual cotton numbers, but enclosed sends super high-end panties delivered in awesome packaging surrounded by rose petals. They hooked me up with an account from my wife. 
Lauren loves enclosed. John, I got you a hookup, by the way. They're going to get, Sweet. I need you to send me the size that you need and they're going to hook you up. They're going to hook molts up. You can pick how many months of these sexy panties she gets and enclosed customizes your gift, even giving you a 100% size guarantee. So you can't mess up. You're like, I don't know what size she is and I want to surprise you. You can't mess up. It's 100% size guarantee. So the next time you're looking to romance her or you need an anniversary or a date night gift, go to mm. enclosedlingerie.com slash car that's enclosed lingerie.com slash car if you're not sure how to spell lingerie google that first but if you enter the code car at checkout you'll get 25 dollars off a multi-month order so one more time go to enclosed lingerie.com slash car it's kind of an incredible gift and uh, the woman in your life or frankly the panties enthusiast in your life is going to thank you would you oh, agree i would and listen i i I wanted to say this because I talked to my, my girlfriend about this and I said, listen, we have this advertiser and they do amazing underwear yes. and for ladies. And yes. she goes, and she brought something up that I'm not sure, like when you look at this stuff as a dude, you're not necessarily thinking along these lines. And I wanted, because we're about fatherhood, I think that um, a lot of people will get to where I'm going. Just stay with me. Hold on tight. We're going to get there. When you're, you have children, there's a point in time after the childbirth and the baby's alive and everyone's you know back, kind of getting back into the swing of things, there's a point when I think a woman wants to feel like a woman and not a mom. Like yep, yep. She wants to feel sexy and you know, like she wants to feel beautiful. And, and my girlfriend was like, underwear can help you do that. Like, nice underwear is a nice thing for, and plus your body might have changed a little bit, so you might need some new stuff anyway, right? Because you've just made a, a human being and passed that child out of your body. You know, things are going to have moved around a little bit. Great. It's nature. It's what happens. Sure. And so, new underwear, panties in particular, uh would be in order, I think. And I think it's it's a way as a, like, you know, thank you for destroying yourself for our children. Have some panties. I love that. That was beautiful the way you said that, man. It was beautiful. I um, And the, their website, by the way, is incredible. Um, oh, yes, it is. Uh, oh. <laughs> we had some problems with that last week. Uh, we were a yeah. little distracted. I missed some of that, so I'm just sending you screenshots that you've probably already seen from their website. Uh, yeah, there's like the Whiskey Collins. Yes, uh, the Whiskey Collins is kind of crazy. The Dark and Stormy, the Red Cosmo. Absinthe, uh, the zipper, that's a nice little touch there. I will I really say Absinthe like makes my heart grow fonder. Uh, so uh, I made you wait until after the ad. Uh, the Tiki mm -hmm. Room is god-awful. Do not waste any time going in the Tiki Room. First of all, the fact that we got to the front row was a huge mistake because what it is is an animatronic birds show. And I will tell you, John, the clicking of the beaks of these animatronic birds as they lip sync to the music that's piped in will haunt yeah. my nightmares because there's like 500 birds in that room. Right. So click, 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 click. Yeah, and now I remember that from a, when I was a kid. Yes. And it was and horrible. Like, it was just so stupid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Simpsons thing, right? Like where it's like so loud, you can't even really hear the music. You're just, all you hear is the clicky clacky beaks. It was, I was not a fan of the Tiki Room show. Lauren was not a fan of the Tiki Room show. So like we've got to cleanse our palate. Now that we've done the tiki room and we'll eat a quick dinner, what are we going to do now to get that out of our system? And the answer was simple. We're going to go see Mr. Lincoln. So <laughs> we went to Main Street. We saw Because all my kids had read this book, Who Was Walt Disney? 
And okay. it talks about his history and how the park came about and how really his brother deserves just as much credit, but his brother wasn't a freaking credit hog the way Walt was. Mm-hmm. So it should really be called Walt and Roy Disney World, but whatever. Um, so we're there, and they had all read about Abraham Lincoln and how people thought he was an actor and not an animatronic thing. And so we went to see the Mr. Lincoln show, and Liam was barely awake for that. That was the same night we bought the souvenirs. So as I said, I, and all my kids know the prices of their gifts because we were marveling at how expensive they were. We, we had decided when we went to Disneyland, Disneyland, we'd already paid for the hotel and the tickets and everything. Like, we'd done a package. So, like, that part I wasn't thinking about. But we knew, like, the food's going to be too expensive, and the souvenirs, if we get in here, are going to be too expensive. We're just going to ignore it. And we're just going to buy what we want to buy, and fine. It'll be whatever. Just get, yeah. That's a in good Enclosed panties money, we'll cover it, and we'll figure right. it out. Right, exactly. So, Anya was like, I want a hoodie. I want a shirt that says Disneyland on it. I don't want to have Mickey Mouse. Like, I don't care if it has that stuff, but it's got to say Disneyland. It's my Disneyland memory. So we're looking at mm. these hoodies. We find one that she likes. Price tag, $60. And mm. that's more yep. than I typically spend on a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Then I was looking at hoodies for myself, and they had a Goofy hoodie. And I love Goofy. He's my favorite, you know, of those stock Disney characters, my favorite one. That was also $60. Sierra, ah. sees, Sierra is the best to shop for because every single thing she sees at a toy store or a souvenir store, she's like, I need to have this. I need to have this. I need to have this. And so we'll mm-hmm. tell her, look, I know you love that one. Let's keep looking because you're going to find and just, I also love it. I need this one. Forget the other thing. I need this thing. And it's right. like, it over and over again. But she yep. decided she needed a Minnie Mouse. Then she actually decided she needed a different Minnie Mouse. And it was $30. Now, she had found a quarter on the floor earlier that day on the ground. And she's like, Dad, I'll give you the quarter if you'll buy me this mini doll because I know the mini doll is expensive. So I made that trade. She got the $30 or $35 doll. I got the quarter. And then <laughs> I told you, Liam was like, I don't know. And I'm so glad we convinced him not to get the keychain because I really think he would have regretted it when he woke up the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we crushed it, man. I was I was very pleased with how my kids did. We were very tired every night, which is a good sign. And we did every ride we wanted to do. There was nothing like, oh, we didn't. the only thing we didn't do because it was closed was Autopia and uh, oh, yeah. the, the Jungle Cruise ride. Both of those things were closed. Jungle Cruise, not missing much. Also... So, what about Temple of Doom? Did you do Temple of Doom? No. Two of my kids aren't big enough for Temple of Doom, so we did Okay, okay, okay. I don't even know anything about it, so like I can't miss it too much. It's, yeah. Um, for little kids, I think it's like, you have to be, here's the thing about that ride. I think the way the line design is, if you have to wait, it's fun to wait in line in that ride. Not like 14 hours, but like if you have like a 45-minute wait, it's good because you get to go through these rooms that are really, I think for the first time they really went crazy with the line design with that, with that, uh, ride. And so there's all these artifacts and amazing art directed, uh, and production designed, you know, hallways and stuff. It felt a lot actually like universal Orlando in terms of the Harry Potter stuff where once you're inside, you're really immersed in this, in the line experience. Um, which I have to say Universal has done a pretty good job with. But um, but yeah, it's, it can be uh, kind of scary for, for smaller children. So, uh, But they could go on Space Mountain. Interesting. And how awesome was the Star Wars-themed uh, part of Space Mountain? So I would say that the Star Wars theming did not improve things at all for Space Mountain. If anything, okay. I thought it made it a little bit worse just because if you my kids are not super familiar with Star Wars. I mean, they're, they're aware, but like... it. That ride goes so fast and it's so dark that it's it's ninety eight percent sound design to have the Star Wars theme and it didn't really play from, oh, okay. from my like, perspective. Psh, sound effects and laser blasts. Right. And- it's like, oh look out, here comes the Sith Lord. I don't know anything about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I can't really fake this. It was like, oh no, BB 8s in trouble. And um <laughs> Ray. Isn't there a Ray? There's a Ray. Yes, right? there's Ray in the new one, yeah. Uh, 
Like, oh no, Ray's in trouble. Needs our help, but it's bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was my R2 impression. Good. Um, so it was fine. Now with Star Tours, it's all uh, Force Awakens themed as well. Really? And yeah. Oh, it's all Force Awakens themed. And so we oh. do it. The the um the star who, who I don't know what his name is like the the Boyega? the the, sh- the black guy yeah John Boyega <laughs> he shows yes. up BBH shows up when Anya and I do it again on day three all of a sudden we notice it's different and so after yeah. it, like some of it was the same but some of it was different so afterwards I say to one of the cast members how many versions are there it's like well actually right now with Force Awakens because it's like the the Force Awakens season at Disneyland. Right. We just have a couple different openings and a couple different closings, but the middle's all the same. When we're done with the Force Awakens theme, uh, not that they'll get rid of that stuff, but they'll put in all the permutations back in. There's more than yeah. 80 different yes. options, which I didn't know. I just Lita and I went on it four times the first time that we could. You know, the first time we went and it was open. We went on it four times, and we saw three clips over again. We had an amazing run. Which is why wow. we run on it so many times. It was like it was yeah. all different, and because um, what they do is they chunk it up like three or four sections, right? And and they slot in different um, segments. So like if you're over here, all of a sudden you'll like warp over to this other thing, and then you know stuff happens. It's it's pretty fun. Now Moltz kind of shit on it when we were talking about it. What is your review of Star Tours? Just not forget the Star Wars part. Just as a an attraction, right? He does. He he gets sick from those things, right? He does. He has the trouble. But I'm a big fan. Anya loves the virtual reality rides, which is why she also likes Soaring Over California, which is another VR ride. Yeah, uh, I liked it a lot. I thought it was well done. Even like knowing that we know very little about Star Wars overall. Like I'm the most knowledgeable Star Wars person in my family, <laughs> right? By a wide margin, because you're failing as great. a father. I have to. Yeah, that's yeah. what Moltz would say. So I'm going to add right. that. One of the one of the versions that we had, um, are you know, um, uh, C three PO is captaining the ship unintentionally, like actually yes. he does not want to be, but he is. No, but he, one of the yeah. versions we um, we crash land into the ocean, like we end up underwater for a while. Yeah. yeah, and it was very well done. It felt really cool, and then eventually it ends with uh, one of these new Star Wars aliens crashing through the windshield, like they've cracked the windshield a bit of our vehicle. Yeah. Um, and it was awesome. Like you felt the impact. Like you could feel the stuff. I, I I like those rides. I thought it was very well done. I agree. I love that. It's one of my favorite attractions. So Lita, when I took her, she was not like she had seen Star Wars, but it wasn't like top of mind. And she, I I made the trip all about what she wanted to do. We'd do anything. Like mm-hmm. you want to go to see Sleeping Beauty's castle and walk through it. We'll do it. You want to do Mr. Toad forty times. Small World. Yep, yep, yep. We did Small World three times. Mr. Toad four. So that's what she wanted to do. Those were her favorite things. She just now at Disney World. There's two different Mr. Toads. Like there's one, but it's two different lines, and uh-huh. they have two different experiences. But as far as I can tell, Disneyland just the one Mr. Toad experience. That's correct. It's just one. I, and I heard a rumor they were ripping it out for some reason. Yeah, but, but they um, did not. I had heard yeah. that too. But it's it's there. Did you do Alice in Wonderland? Of course. Lita loved that too. We did that a couple times. It broke down a couple times too. But. The worst ride at Disneyland mm. in my in my mind. Besides the Tiki Room, is um, Snow White's Scary Adventure or whatever it's called. Oh, we don't like that, but yeah. Did you touch the apple? It's also no. You gotta Um, touch the apple at the beginning. It like does crazy stuff. I didn't. We didn't even notice it. But so like when you go through Snow White, it's like here's all the horrible shit that happens to Snow White, 
yeah. then it's like cut to and they all lived happily ever after like they don't right. show any of the happy stuff they don't right. show like oh and then she's okay and you know there's right. a prince or whatever else like the dwarves nope. it's just like misery misery torture yeah. death yeah. and they all lived happily ever after it's so it's like they ran out of room and so they cut off the story halfway through and like yeah we'll just put a happily ever after and call it a day call it a day that's, that's what they did back then that's what they did but the new rides like even the monsters inc ride have you been on that one Okay, which is that the one where you go through and you're like on the floor and it's like you're in like the a little robot taxi? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we did that. I just I love how cute. you know the 2000 era Imagineering team can create rides that are so cool because like Peter Pan I know is a classic, right? But it looks super janky, right? Yeah. But, you know, you go on the Little Mermaid, you go on Monsters Inc., and certainly you go on Radiator Springs, the Cars one. It's incredible the attention to detail. Like, yes. I feel like Pixar is a huge success for Disney, not just in the obvious ways, but because they can with Pixar with any of the computer generated stuff, they can they can three D print the stuff from the movie. Right. Right. Well, it's crazy. So crazy. I when I went in two thousand and two with the X for the first time, that was like I was introducing it. My family was in town. Or some of my family was in town. And I so, think next time I'm going to go with your X too. By the way, just so you know. So anyway, um, it was a knit family introduction trip uh, yeah. for some of my family members. And so there was that. And it was fun. And we also had a four-month-old puppy that we had taken for $10 and boarded at the puppy thing. So we were always running over to get the puppy and pee him and do stuff. It was you a could little, board puppies at Disneyland? You could, uh, yeah. But wow. every two hours, we'd go get him and like, pee him and pet him and play with him um, and give him a treat uh, and water and stuff. And he was fine. I mean, he, he did great. We were worse than he was because we didn't know. You know, we didn't does, know. Does, live. Do Pluto and Goofy go hang out with those dogs? No. No. Okay. No. Just no. It's all, you sign release forms and it's all crazy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because he was just little and not quite housebroken is why we did it. Um, it was just one of those like, well, we're coming to town this time and we didn't have a dog sitter. We didn't even know about dog sitters at that point. So <laughs> anyway, but I remember that trip going, you know, they really need to leverage the newer stuff. I mean, yes. they're a co-licensee of all these, you know, toys, the Pixar stuff. And they really, they had started, the like California Adventure had opened, but they were in the middle of kind of Pixarifying it. Did you do the, right. what's the Caterpillar Heimlich, the little Caterpillar yeah, ride? we did that one. And, oh, it's and, not even on my list. You're right, though. The Caterpillar Heimlich thing. I don't think it's on my list. And, and it's Heinrich. Sorry, not Heimlich. Um, Heinrich. But he's like, oh, yeah, very good, and whatever. And he, like, it smells like cookies and whatever. It has the smell of vision yeah. stuff. Pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so, I didn't well, even notice that. I didn't notice the scents when we were there. That's no, interesting. I, maybe they turned that off, but it used to be you would go through certain places and it would smell. Maybe they like were all whatever. carcinogens, so you couldn't even tell. Yeah, they're probably part of the deadly chemicals that will kill you from going to Disneyland. But no, California Adventure used to be garbage, though, is your point. Like, yes. Because Lauren and I had gone, I don't know, a decade ago, and yeah. it, was, it was garbage. Like it was, You could do it in half a day. Yeah, they were starting to, you could see like Radiator Springs was going to be a big deal. This was like 2011. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in 2010, we didn't even go to California Adventure. And right. so the Why next time you? we went, we went again, right? The next time we went again, because everyone was like, you got to do Cal- Soaring Over California because it's, uh, you know, it's a cool experience. And that's a pretty incredible thing. They pack so many people in that space and they do it so quickly and efficiently, most, mostly. Um, <laughs> and you're sitting in those like Aaron benchy chair things. It, yeah. It, it yeah. was interesting how they did that. I think most could handle I, that actually. I see. I, what I didn't love about Soaring Over California actually was they don't get the dangling legs of the people above me out of my vision, and so right. it, like, it it impeded my it impeded my ex- ability to enjoy the experience. Like it was like I'm clearly yeah. not flying. I see those people's feet right there. I think we lucked out and we got like we weren't top, but the way they were we were situated, you couldn't 
like they push out, you know, the way we were, were, it was like, we were low enough. I think that we didn't really, I don't know. It was weird. It was like, I don't, I don't remember that being a thing, but I remember thinking that could be a thing if you were in a certain row or whatever. Right. I eventually, I, I, I binocularized my, mm-hmm. my vision so that mm-hmm. I could try to block them out a little bit. Okay. So key takeaways. I'm going to like show notes the hell out of this because I think this is a, this would be a very useful post for people to be like, Here's what we did day one. Here's how we split up. Um, so I'll re-listen to this. So it may take a minute to get to the show notes, but I really feel like this is a huge benefit to listeners. Like of, if, of any show we've ever done, this may have the best, most practical, usable advice in their lives that will make their life awesome. That's just me, though. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. I just dropped I, my microphone, though. <laughs> I was supposed to keep talking there, wasn't I? Um, no, you're good. Anyway, but so I'd like to like do you know, day one, day two, and kind of the splitting points and the fast pass utilization because that's key to successful Disneyland. Fast pass knowledge is key because I tried to get a, a fast pass when I went with Lita. It was October, and those are good days to go because of the you know it's fall, the weather's still nice, but it's cooler, so it's not quite so hot waiting in lines. And we went on a Thursday and a Friday and a Saturday, and and. You can really tell the difference Friday afternoon. It just gets crazy, and then Saturday's yeah. forget it. So going during the week is good, but I remember they close a little earlier, some of the rides do, because they have like a Halloween party thing or something, and it's like a trick-or-treaty thing. And so some of the park closes earlier on certain nights, but the Haunted Mansion was, uh, we couldn't get a Fast Pass after like, I don't know, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, because in October... They changed Haunted Mansion to Nightmare Before Christmas. And so it's uh, an entirely different, you know, it's the same ride, but the, it's all got the Jack Skellington and all the other characters. And those characters walk around the park too, which is kind of cool. But um, it was, so it was very popular and we had a hard time getting onto that with the Fast Pass. So I totally hear you about early in the day Fast Pass optimization. Key. Yeah, and like, it's just stunning to go through the park and see people who are waiting in these long lines and like don't. E- and sometimes they don't get it, right? And maybe that's Disney's fault. But sometimes you have people like, "Oh, we should have done the fast passes. Like we should we should have bought the fast passes." No, you don't buy the fast passes. They're free. You can get them still. Like get out of this line. And I think the part of it is like a bastardized version of the instant gratification problem, where they're like, yes. "Well, we want to go on the ride now. We don't want to come back in an hour and a half." But dude, you're going to stand in line for seventy minutes. It doesn't make any sense, right? Go and like go get some stuff done. I think part of it is group dynamics. Part of it's people just don't care or they don't think to care. I know a lot of it's people just don't even know. Like they just don't get it, and they they see people in the fast pass line like, oh, they must have paid extra. I, I think for some people also, it's you're there, you don't realize. First of all, that's an option. Second of all, you just don't know what your kids are going to like, and so you don't want to like go through all this ex, you know supposed extra effort. If your kids don't like it, right? But you you don't realize it's saving you so much time, and it's letting you enjoy more of the park. I always think it's good to leave without doing everything, though. Like the first time we went, Lita had to do the princesses because she was she was six years old. It was the tail end of her princess time. It took an hour and a half of waiting to see the princesses, but they were fantastic with her. And we also saw Tinkerbell, which I would do again in a second because Tinkerbell's hot. Yeah. <clears throat> And um, just, you know, it's important. And, actually, uh, I, we met Tinkerbell, and I got her a subscription, actually, to Enclosed. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, has she, have you heard back? Uh, she's now my wife. Um, and you have two wives now. 
<laughs> yeah, no, uh, no. Actually, we didn't do any of the character meets. I think at one point the kids met Goofy and Mickey and Minnie because we they were there and we there was no line. But we were like, we're not going to do any of the meet and greet stuff because they've been on the Disney cruises and they've met every princess, right. they've met every character. It's like we're not, we're gonna we're gonna rock the rides while we're there. We're not. That's what you, yeah. The, yeah. Okay. Okay. So the other question is your hotel. You said you were close to the park. Did you have a shuttle? Or did you rent a car and this, drive over? No, this was a walk. So we had a rental car that we drove from L.A. to Anaheim, but that stayed parked at the hotel. We were at the Anaheim that's across the street from Disneyland. It was probably the, the Anaheim know, a mile walk. Marriott. Oh, Marriott. Okay. And so you just you you do like a twelve or fifteen minute walk to like the the walk from the hotel to Disney's entrance was as long as the walk from Disney's entrance to the actual gates to the parks <laughs> you know, you're, you're walking past the parking lot stuff and all that right. uh, but okay. it was a, a very short walk and one that like you're excited because you can see the rides poking out and all that stuff so it was good times um, uh, but it worked out great and it was it's a Disney like they call them a good neighbor hotel or something like that where it's, right. you know, it's, it's Disney affiliated even though it's not Disney owned um, and that worked out great because for us, like, I'm not willing to spend a bajillion extra dollars so that I can be at the Disney hotel. That doesn't, we didn't make reservations in any of the Disney restaurants. Um, cause like we were looking at the menus ahead of time because they right. say you have to make, it was like, I don't need a $40 filet of salmon right. when I'm in, you know, sunblock and uh <laughs> hat at Disneyland. Like it doesn't make sense. Right. That's not what I'm there for. Um, right. there was one day where we like, we knew we were going to go to the pizza and pasta restaurant in California Avenger because some of my kids love pizza and some of my kids love pasta. Right. I was like, I'll get a slice of pizza too. And then when I saw that the slice of pizza was $7 and 50 cents, I was like, just no way I'm not buying a slice. I, I like, I bought the kids pizzas, which were whatever, but I'm like, I'm not paying $7 50 cents for one slice of pizza. There's no way I would rather go elsewhere in the park for myself and find something, even if it's the same price or the same level of overpricedness, but I'm not willing to pay that overpricedness for a slice of pizza. Wow. So I went and found something else instead. Okay. But yeah. That really bugged me. I like wow. I know every park does it, but seven more than seven dollars for a slice of pizza, John. Come on. I know. I know. Come on. I know. Look, today, right now, I could go walk over for two seventy five and get an amazing slice of pizza. Right outside Midroll's offices in New York City, it's two dollars from 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 two bros pizza. It might even be one dollar slice. I don't know. But it's cheap. It's really cheap. Yeah. I don't like this thing. And I know Disney's not the only one that does it. Every amusement park does it. They mark up the food because you're captive there. But I really, I really hate it. Did you get any perks from the hotel, like, oh, or like where you could buy the ticket? And they, so you had early entrance. Did you pay extra for the early entrance, or was that part no, of your hotel? There, there were some perks with the hotel where they, uh, you know, we did the three-day park hoppers, and it got us the early access the one day. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was a package deal with the hotel. So like the hotel and the tickets and everything else was, I think, for family five, don't forget, was mm-hmm. something like... Um, I think thirteen hundred bucks, fourteen hundred bucks, somewhere in there. So that's three days times five, five people. people. Okay, so you're looking at what do we say, two fifty a day or something for we kind of figured the average two seventy five or something. That's pretty good. And did you feel like the early thing was worth it? I kinda always got the sense it wasn't worth it. Like really um, you know, it but it depends on the no, kind of person you are. It was no well, so you're not a person who gets there when the park opens, which we always were. It was no better in my mind than being there when the park opened. Like it meant literally one extra ride, in part because we picked the wrong ride. Um, uh, right. Okay. But but what I'm getting at is, even if like I did go, I was my family were the get up and be there at you know the earliest possible time. But when I went with Lita, I was like, screw, screw it, I'm not gonna, you know, no. 
no, we're going to enjoy yeah. this. Like, I'm not going to go crazy. Oh, no, we definitely, I want to be clear that we enjoyed it. Like, no, I'm sure you, that's the thing. I mean, we got the kids excited about it. We're like, we're going to get up super early. We're going to do this. And like, you're going to be tired. But we'd gotten them up so early the day of the flight. <laughs> right. That everything else was late. Like, so the day before our flight, I go to check in and it's like, hey, Lex, you fly a lot. We'll give you two economy plus seats at no charge. Oh. And so I said, okay, Lauren, are you cool with that? And she's like, yeah, if we're sitting two and three anyway, it doesn't matter. So I'm like, okay, give me two seats up in Economy Plus and the, we'll keep the other three seats. And there was a little bug in their web app, which they tell me they have now fixed, mm-hmm. which was it moved us kind of at random. So I had three non-contiguous seats in the back yes. and the two yes. seats up front. And yes. so I called them I'm like, hey, guys, this is no good. I don't want my wife to leave me. You've got to fix this. And they're like, we're sorry. We can't fix it. Everybody's checking in right now. There's no three in a row left. Somebody already took your, your in-between seat. Because like, this is all in the minutes when you can start checking in, right? It's, right. It's 24 right. hours worth of flight. Right. And I'm like, we well, got to figure something out. And they're like, uh, we can't. We don't know what to do here. Can I give you two and one behind it? I'm like, if you want my wife to leave me, you can do that. Right. And then remember, we're on the 615 flight. In the morning. And said, yeah. And I've, we've only done it because it was the cheapest flight. Right. <laughs> and of course. I'm like, Five people. Right. I'm like, how's the 7 a.m. flight? The 720. And she's like, you don't mind going to 720? I'm like, no, I only took the 615 flight because it was the cheapest one. And she's like, I do have five in a row on five. the seven. They're all on economy plus though. And I'm like, that's fine if you're not going to charge me for them. And she's like, well, we're supposed to. Like, I can give you two of those for I'm not supposed to. I'm like, but if those are the only seats left, then what am I supposed to do? You can't force me. And she's right. like, well, you've been a, a valued customer for a long time. Let me see what I can get approval for. And I go on hold and she's like, okay, it's done. So we took five economy plus seats on, on the way. Dude! Awesome. Did they have good and screens then, and all that awesome stuff? Or were I they mean, just the, like, I don't know if the legroom. screens were any better. It was just the more legroom. But, the, you know, that extra hour, I think, was a big deal. Although the car that we had taking us to the airport, it's like, I can only come 30 minutes later. So it was really an extra half hour. Right. Um, right. But it, because he had another person he had to take to the airport later. But it was, uh, it was okay. Um, the kids had to get up like crazily early. We tried to get them to bed early and that didn't really happen. They got to bed on time. Um, but so we're, we're waking them up at like three forty-five AM and they stayed awake. Like Sierra slept for 20 minutes on the plane. The other two did not sleep. The other two stayed awake all day and didn't go to bed until somewhere after 7 PM that night, Pacific time. And they crushed it. They did great. I was very proud of my kids on this trip. So the they, first they really day right. you didn't go to the park of your trip. You got into LA, no. chilled for a we, day or whatever, and right. then we 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 stayed with we stayed in LA a couple days visiting with my sister. We stayed in an Airbnb that was a little bit creepy, but also fine. And then after a couple days, because we we left on a Friday and we went to Disney on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're hanging with the fam, hanging out in LA, driving to Anaheim because we we did four nights and three days in Anaheim. Wow. And, okay, so how, did you get adjoining rooms or what did you do with the kids? We had one big room. Okay, so everyone slept together in like a yeah. mega room. Yeah, it, it wasn't even a mega room, right? It had two, two queen queens and a, beds but, and okay. a, a, a really crappy chair bed. Oh, those so, chair beds are horrible. Okay. Yeah, so two yeah. kids shared a bed and uh, one had the other bed to herself. Anya's the most active sleeper, so she <laughs> took the chair bed. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other questions I wanted to ask you about this trip. I'm sure I, I forgot. I'm something. very. I don't know when we're going to do it again. I don't know when we'd go back to a Disney park because I was telling Lauren like I've I love this trip. I love those Disney cruises we've done, but like I'm kind of tired of earning money just so I can give it to the Disney Corporation. Like <laughs> I'm ready to do something else with it now. I think as um, I think I okay. So when I went with the X in 2002, I realized that part of what informed my adult experience of enjoyment of Disney was 
remembering the fun trips of the past. That yes. it was, it's not about, I'm a grown up and let's go do some rides. It's, I went when I was a kid, my dad was alive, you know, yada, yada. My family were, you know, we, we're still speaking to each other and everything else. And so everyone's, you know, happy. But um, I just, I realized that was what was informing so much of my Disney enjoyment, my Disney park enjoyment. The other thing was, I didn't go that often. I mean, I went once when I was five, once when I was 11 or 12, and then yeah. I didn't go again until, you know, I was like in my 30s. And like early yep. 30s, and then again in my mid-30s. And I didn't go again until, you know, had the, the kid. So, and I, I want to go back there with just Marlo, because I did that with Lita, although I think we might just go the three of us. Yeah. Uh, because that might be a fun, like, you know, couple of days, and then they can swim in the hotel pool. That was the other thing, is Lita really wanted to the swim in the hotel pool. pool. Yep, we did so not we do that. A, we brought swimsuits, but we didn't use the pool. But it sounds like you guys were were just so on. That, that was the thing with Lita. I didn't want to run around and get fast passes, because for everything... Because I just wasn't sure. Plus, when we flew from Salt Lake City, it's a it's like an hour and a half flight. So yeah. we took an early morning flight. She had to get up a little early, but not too bad. And we got in at like eleven or ten thirty or something, and then we went right to the park. Like we dropped our bags oh, and went straight to the park. Gotcha, gotcha, and the gotcha. shuttle, That's fun. the shuttle was nice too. It's it's like a ten minute ride, and it's nice because they drop you off, and then you still have to hike, you know, through all the maze of ticket booths and whatever and whatever, but. So- yeah, I, mean, I, I would know. say for us overall, it was a very successful trip. I don't know when we'd go back. It's like I said, one, I'm tired of just giving all our money to Disney. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it's a big trip. And like, I can't go to Disney any other way, right? Like, I'm not going to go to a Disney park and do like six rides in the day. Yeah, you've no, got to no, be no. on. You've got to do it. Like, we couldn't have spent more than three days. We probably could have done just two days and it would have been fine. But not that we didn't enjoy the third, but like, mm-hmm. I couldn't have done a fourth day. We were just too wiped out from all the running around and doing everything. Yeah. So it'll be years before we're back is my guess. And I think that's the way it should be because it gives the kids time to process and make, make it a thing in their own minds. Like if you keep going, like that was the thing with Lita. She's like, can we go again this year? And I'm like, we're not going again this year. We're I'll tell you something. I didn't even tell my wife this. So this is, this is a podcast exclusive. Mm. When we first walked in and she remember the first day she was going to get the Space Mountain Fast Passes when I was taking the kids to Peter Pan. We walk in and we're there and you know, they, they undo the rope and there's this big, announcement that says you know walt disney had a vision and here you are and blah 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 corporate fuckery and then you're walking through and we're going through the castle and my kids are like wow and i got tears in my eyes just from trying to see it through their eyes yes. as they were going in yes and like because just like you were saying like you want them to have those experiences and they were totally having them yes and liam liam spent the next two and a half days singing zippity <laughs> and small world he was singing and in the eventually the tiki room song which is terrible but like it was perfect and so it was it was it was magical i'm glad you know what hear. else is magical though john what's that <laughs> uh i'm just thinking about underwear so you know that's always magical panties magical panties equal so, magic in case our listeners forgot they shouldn't they should go to uh, enclosed and if you if you have trouble spelling lingerie you can also go to the enclosed.com slash car the enclosed.com slash car check it out uh maybe a little nsfw on the website but still you should check it out totally worth it underpants John, come on I think next time next time you and i should go to disney together that's what I think. Mm. yeah we could, i think there's a gay day so we can do that 